So, this is all like unrehearsed, free form. I'll just let her flow, you know, like a river. But, uh, I don't know. Man, is it hard to come up with a topic? I mean, not really. <sighs> that's like the, that's like the, what's the word? The observer effect. It's like such an interesting phenomenon. Um, being something and being the observer of that something is like uh, oxymoronic. And it's so crazy. It's like trying to touch the tip of your finger with the tip of your finger or trying to look into your own eyes. Uh, when you really, really try hard to think about something, you almost indefinitely make yourself like mentally blocked to ever really see it. I think that's really fascinating. And there's a lot of instances in the universe that reverberate that rule. Um, you never know the self, even though you are the self. I think that's the biggest, most pertinent one that we you know, carry around on our backs every single day without a thought. Um, we almost always look to others for some sort of confirmation on how we are as people and i think that's really fascinating where you don't really know you you just know how everybody around you reacts and maybe that's why certain people can be so extreme i mean i'm sure extremely heinous people in history didn't think they were extremely heinous and everybody around them probably just promoted what they did said it was good begged for an encore and uh, they didn't think it was wrong to do so and that's just really fascinating uh almost we we like look outwards for for that inwards verification and that's funny because people don't normally build the i don't want to call it muscle memory but the logical pattern to run through to have a socratic discussion with the self you would rather have somebody else disprove you than just using the litany of knowledge you have at hand to disprove yourself. I mean, let's say I'm eight years old. I know that physical violence is, I wouldn't necessarily say objectively wrong, but frowned upon, right? I know it's a bad thing. And so somebody does something I don't like. In my mind, I'm just going to go hit them, right? I'm not going to I'm not going to think, well, I know he doesn't want to be hit. I don't care. And at a really young age, you don't have that, and so you're, you know, thrusted upon people who do have that and then they look out for you, your parents, any type of um authority. And building that relationship instead of building one of the self where through catharsis and reflection you change your actions but you look for somebody else you'll eventually oh no i dropped something you'll eventually hit this um block or this dam and there's nowhere to go further and it's because you've hit you've hit the plateau of where everybody you've leaned on is at and how do you get higher than that if you don't shoot for the stars and i think this that's something a lot of people don't realize when they're trying to become a better person is it's really great to use your role models as a jumping off point but once you meet your heroes you realize somebody like martin luther king jr in his writings i'm sorry not martin luther king jr i misspoke rest in peace great man somebody like Mahatma gandhi uh wasn't very fond of african-americans even though he's preached to be all about equality and if you go through and read all of his texts he he's more for the uh, Indian people being considered as a higher class, like the white people. It was when eugenics was um, 
uh, respected science. And he argued for the Indian superiority from the Africans, not necessarily equality for all. And that gets muddled through history. But he's not a bad guy. He did some really great things. He's just not all good. And I don't believe people are usually. And uh, you kind of have to know, well, that's wrong. You know, he should have just known, well, that's wrong. But he didn't. And everybody around him told him it was good. So he thought it was good. And that's fine. I'm not... I'm not a time traveler. I'm not trying to stop any of that. But you can't objectively look outwards for those role models. Eventually, you have to know what's good or bad. You have to think about your philosophy of morality and how things affect people and what is right or wrong. You can't just lean on a beacon. Giving somebody that infinitely large power over you and your mindset is, you know, that that's not to be cliche, but that's how you make yourself a mental slave or a sheep. It's... It's not necessarily that you listen to everything somebody has to say or even follow everything they do, but you look to them for what is okay and what is not okay when shaping your future actions. And I think that can be really messy because there's people who will donate to charity and beat their wives at the same time. And that's not somebody you want to follow, but, you know, I don't know, just an interesting topic thought that came into my head, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I think, I think everything's like that. I think you can, I think if you take a microscope and look at fucking anything, uh, excuse my swearing, look at anything like, um, I don't know. I used to look at crow's legs when I would sit, I live in California. So I'd a lot of crows outside of Los Angeles. So I'd see your crows everywhere. And, uh, I watched the way their legs bend and I was sitting there and I was like, you know, a crow could never use a chair cause his knees bend the wrong way. That sucks, but, like, that's so cool because you could look into why his knees bend, not the wrong way, but the opposite way, and uh, there's something to do with it. Human beings, when we walk, we don't actually use the same amount of calories as everything else because we're bipedal, so gravity does, or I guess it's bipedal, gravity does, like, half or 75% of the work that our calories would have to do if we were quadrupeds because all we do is like lean forward and fall and catch ourselves over and over and over again it's hell on the knees and feet uh over a very long period of time that's why long distance runners will blow their knees out you know if you're doing it for decades if you do it on concrete um versus like a dog or a crow who's got those inward bending knees that's for stability that's for they will trump us in a head-to-head collision because they have that grounded stability we're a lot more agile and a lot more calorically efficient but there's a benefit to your legs bending that direction we just don't have it that's why robots legs bend that direction you think our engineers didn't understand that and even smarter than our engineers mother nature understood that she's like nah you're stupid uh, another cool thing, um, Elon Musk's, uh, got some plans for some new spaceships, uh, you know, shocker, he's got plans for spaceships, but one of the things I found really fascinating was instead of using regular, I think they use liquid nitrogen, uh, it's like the coldest and easily, most easily transported liquid, um, to use as a coolant in a massive system, instead of using conventional liquid nitrogen piped into the engine i think he he does that maybe i don't know but it's coupled with almost like a sweat gland system where there's holes in the hole that allow a liquid to secrete and evaporate off and apparently that's a way better use of um, liquid for heat reduction than it is to directly apply it which directly mirrors 
sweat glands and you know human beings have the most out of anything but in nature and that's really fascinating to see man take that inspiration from nature considering we're trying to elevate from it even though we still have so much to learn my dog started barking so i think that's where i'm gonna call this first rambling eight minutes not bad but uh i hope somebody listens to this have a good day